Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. We are all the way in week 14. I believe it is Thursday night, but we're doing the Sunday week 14 podcast, uh, the WinDailySports.com podcast. I got Javi, uh, the proud winner of multiple tickets to Puerto Rico and the FanDuel Championship. And David Jones had a nice Thanksgiving, and he's got his own uh, ticket as well. So we're all heading down to Puerto Rico in about a week. So you guys excited? How are you guys feeling about it? Yeah, I'm I'm ready to take uh take home 500k plus plus some. So I'm pretty pumped up about this. Been looking forward to this, and I'm looking forward to vacation. Yeah, I need a vacation, David. Are you excited or what, man? Yeah, man, it's gonna be awesome. We got the email from FanDuel today. They give us a bunch of activities to do down there. There's a ludicrous concert they have for us after the uh, after the actual live final. You know, I love ludicrous from ATL. But they also said we're playing golf with Donovan McNabb, which is going to be a, a really cool thing to do. So, yeah, man, of course, I'm pumped. Let's go. That's cool, man. So we got the warm-up to Puerto Rico. You know, we're all going to be down there. We're all going to be competing for a lot of money. But every week in the NFL is a bunch of money, man. You can win a million dollars. And Avi, you had a bad beat a couple weeks ago. But this dude had an even worse beat um, in the Million Maker on DraftKings. He was in first place for a million dollars and a blocked field goal pushed him to third place so you had a nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars swing from first to third and some bogus ass play which <laughs> had to hurt you know had to really hurt so feel bad for that dude but we're still going to try to make some money this week we had a really strong week last week you know got us a qualifier ticket and uh, we're feeling good about this week so we're gonna go game by game break it down for you it's a large slate there's no thanksgiving um there's no london game so it's a big slate um, a lot of games to get to. There's a couple games that I'm obviously targeting. The first game, kind of off my radar a little bit. I think both these defenses are good, um, but you can't avoid Michael Thomas. He's got to be in the you know in the decision making process for you. He's a safe cash game play. He's playing at home. He's got Drew Brees. He's got you know an offense that's going to be moving the ball, but he's priced up. San Fran's D is legit. It's not somebody that I'm going to be actively targeting. But if I hear towards the end of the week, you know, there's low ownership on Michael Thomas, I might, you know, switch my opinion and get more shares. But, David, how are you feeling about this game? Yeah, I'm not on it too much. I, I do like both defenses. Uh, Drew Brees hasn't looked great this year. I know it's at home and we like Drew Brees in a dome, um, but I have too much respect for San Francisco. Yeah, and as far as Michael Thomas goes, he's the highest price wide receiver, and it's a 14-game slate. I think we can find someone. I mean, he's just going to have to get you know, 35 points to, to pay off on such a big slate like this. Um, so I'm not going to look there. I think I'm fading the game entirely. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have any of these guys. Javi, you got a different take? No, I think uh, this is a fade for me. I, I want to spend up on McCaffrey again this week, and I hope – some people are scared off from the bad week last week, so I'm not on Michael Thomas. I, I might throw it in for one and then fade McCaffrey in, in one. That's about it, but definitely not playing both together, um, not targeting the defenses, not targeting anybody else, so I'm good to move on. Yeah, I think the Saints are playable. I think Thomas is the best play in the game, and I probably won't play much else of that. Um, the next game, though, I think – I'm going to take some shares and GPPs. I don't know what the percentage would be, but I'll definitely have some Watson to Hopkins. You know, they're playing at home. I like the Houston defense as well. If you want to get cute, you know, maybe you can take a shot on Phillip Lindsay. 
Uh, maybe you can take a shot on, you know, David's favorite player, Will Fuller. He's in play, but I don't know how much in play. I think a Watson, a Hopkins, a bounce back spot for Hopkins could be a good spot, you know, for our lineups. Like I said, Lindsay might make some sense. Um, the Houston defense makes sense too. Javi, what do you feel about this game? Uh, you know, Denver, Denver defense, they're hit or miss. I mean, they're one week they'll shut down an opponent and then another week they'll allow, you know, 30, 40 points and get basically shredded on defense. Uh, I, again, because of how big the slate is, I'm not on this game as much either. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins has disappointed. Uh, I would have liked Cortland Sutton, but they've, they've bumped up his price. So I'm not really on anyone, even, even DJ's boy, Will Fuller. Um, the only thing I might maybe sneak into a few is the Houston Texans defense. I'm not sold on Drew Locke, and I think now that they've seen him play, I think uh, I think they can uh, basically shut him down and have a few defensive touchdowns. Uh, but that's about it. What about you, DJ? Yeah, so the first thing that jumped out to me on this whole slate was how cheap Deshaun Watson is. So he's like, the, on FanDuel, he's like the 10th highest priced QB. People in front of him, Tom Brady, Jameis Winston, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I don't I don't get it. So something funny is going on with the algorithm of the pricing here. I like Watson a lot typically. Um, and I don't I, I'm not scared of the Broncos defense, but I also like the Houston defense a lot. So I'm gonna do one or two things on, on several of my lineups here. I'm either gonna play this Houston defense and hope that they just take care of it and shut down Denver's new quarterback or I'm going to play Watson because he's just too cheap. And uh, I probably want to pair him up with Hopkins. Will Fuller's got a hammy issue thing that popped up at practice and Will Fuller and injuries and hammies and wide receivers aren't things that go well together. So I'd probably go Hopkins and Watson here. And man, I think Watson's so cheap. You don't even necessarily have to have him with a, a receiver because he runs the ball too. And if he can get, you know, 50, 60 yards, maybe run one and you, you don't even need the receiver. So, um, and then on the other side of this game, let's see where to go. Yeah. N- not really on anyone. I want to ask Jay about Cortland Sutton. He went <laughs> off last week. You ha- you going to have any Sutton on your team this week? Oh, my guy, my guy who cost me a buy is throwing digs at Sutton. And the guy who tells me he's not, you know, I'm not really that prepared for this slate. You just gave a great breakdown of this Houston lineup. Um, Thank you. I agree with everything you say. You know, Hopkins and, you know, Watson make a lot of sense. Watson's way too cheap. Um, Cortland Sutton, you know, if you, you were just saying, I'll add to your point, that lineup that you're not going to play the Houston defense in, I think it does make sense to run it back with Sutton. You know, you can go Watson, Hopkins, and Sutton, because all the offense is pushing through Sutton. Um, the dude's a beast. He's making big catches. They're looking at him in the end zone more now. You know, I wouldn't go overboard on Sutton. I wouldn't have him in all my lineups. But in a Hopkins lineup, I think he makes a lot more sense um, than he would, you know, by himself. Because you don't want to pair him with his quarterback. And I do like the Houston D. But, you know, in that, in that game scenario that Houston scores, you know, Sutton's going to be there. And Nicole and Fuller, you know, I guess it takes a hamstring to get you off him. So I'll have I'll have one. I'll have one. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the hamstring and I mean him and injuries, it's just bad, especially since it's a wide receiver. But go ahead. yeah, so if we want to go into the next game, the reason why I gotta really think about this next game is because DJ, you know, he convinced me not to play Cortland Sutton last week. Um, and now I got a tough decision. I have a tough matchup um, with you know a couple of my players, and I have the decision between Josh Allen. And Philip Rivers, who are on, who are on my 
bench right now. I don't like Allen's matchup here. Um, everybody's telling me he's safe. He's the guy to go to. There's people on the waiver wire that I want to grab potentially, but you know, I think I'm going to possibly ride out with Allen unless I tinker. Um, it's a tough choice for me. Do you like Dave? I know you do like him. So talk about Allen. Would you want to play him in DFS or you just like him as a safe quarterback from my season long playoff life? Uh, yeah, I'm not making you're that, you're that last word, right? Life, bro. You can't you can't mess this one up. I can't come back from this one. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm done making calls, being forced to make calls on your seasonal team. I don't uh Josh Allen, like I love the guy as a, a quarterback, um, just overall, but I don't think this is the right spot for him. I'm not gonna have any Josh Allen this week. Um, I, I like the Baltimore defense too much. And I want to see, you know, the weather gets tricky up in Buffalo this time of year. I want to see what's going on up there. I haven't looked at it. If someone else has, please chime in. Um, but I don't know. Lamar Jackson at quarterback, obviously you can play him. The matchup's not great for him either, but he's also kind of matchup proof. So if you can fit him in, that's great. And um, I don't have any real clear takes yet on it. Uh, maybe some uh, Mark Andrews is a sneaky tight end, but I don't know, guys. I, I think I'm going to go somewhere else besides this game, too. What about you, Javi? Yeah, uh, so I'm looking at the weather. It's looks like it's going to be about around mid-40s. It's going to be colder than Puerto Rico, or no? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, mid-40s with 20-mile-per-hour winds is what they're showing right now. So, um, yeah, I don't. I, I told you this, Jay. Uh, it's Josh Allen. He's still a QB1, even in this tough matchup. Baltimore defense does play well, but... I mean, I, I still like Josh Allen, uh, and, you know, Baltimore's defense is not what it used to be, but they're, you know, they they can, they're very susceptible, I think, and, you know, being priced a little bit more than Deshaun Watson um, does make it a little bit more difficult, but if it's going to be cold, they're going to run the ball, I think he's going to run it, he's just going to be a pure GPP play for me, but this is another game that I I kind of don't want anything to do with either. Lamar Jackson's at 9,000 on FanDuel. That's ridiculous. I mean, he, he can hit value, but I don't know. This is another game that I don't like. So It should be a defensive game, yeah. It really yeah. should be. If, if if Jackson's price was cheaper, I think he would obviously be worth it. But at 9,000, on the road, in the cold, low-scoring game, good defense. Now you're telling me wind on top of it all. Yeah. I think for the most part, you have a share because he is Lamar Jackson. And maybe a share of, you know, Josh Allen because they could run. You know, they could run for 100 yards each if it comes down to it and they need to run. But I think it's a better avoid spot. But this next game, you know, Avi is definitely going to be on it. Uh, McCaffrey is definitely the best running back of the slate, of the season, of the game. Um, so you got to play him. Kyle Allen to DJ Moore makes a lot of sense. It's made sense the last couple of weeks as well. Um, we don't really know DJ. I know you're from Atlanta. Do we know Julio yet? It's Thursday. Is he in? Is he out? We thought he might play on Thanksgiving. He didn't suit up for Thanksgiving. He has nothing to play for. He's got money. Um, I might not play if I was him, you know, at this point, you think he plays? Yeah, I think he does. I thought he was going to play last Thursday and he's just been getting better. I've been just hearing whispers that he's looking like he's going to go uh, just from some of these Atlanta uh, Twitter accounts I follow. So, but definitely keep an eye on it. If Julio's in, uh, he has a history of torching the Panthers. It's one of those teams. I think he had, I mean, he's had like 150, I think even a two over 200 yard game against these guys. It's at home. Um, I need to see. I'd be interested to see if it's our last uh, home game. I'm going to pull up the schedule in a second. Um, The news here says he was limited in practice on Thursday. So I don't know. 
I mean, for the second that. day in a row. You know. Yeah, no, I know, but if let's see if he practices tomorrow, because uh, yeah. that's usually like some of these guys will rest all week and then Friday and Saturday get it going. I mean, obviously, you know, keep it keep an eye out for him. Um, and but he's still probably not my wide receiver one. I'm just kind of giving you the news on him. I do think this is going to be a high scoring game though, um, with or without Julio. They've got other receivers they can go to, and you can beat Carolina. Um, I do kind of like Devonte Freeman sneaky, so. What we keep doing or missing on is going against the Carolina Panthers. And the weeks that we hit them, it's with a big-name running back. And then, like, last week, we didn't have enough Darius Geis. Um, and he crushed them. I think it was it was them. Someone crushed them last he week. Did. Yeah, it was Geis. Barber. It was Barber. But anyways, I, I think you can get on De- Devontae Freeman here. He's back. He's playing. Not a lot of people are going to have him. He's the RB1, and uh, yeah, I like him. I'll play some Freeman, and then McCaffrey, obviously, try and find a way to get him in, and I'll leave the Panthers to Javi, because I know you're on some of these Panthers. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Kyle Allen season, plain and simple, right? <laughs> uh, Kyle Allen, he, he's just, I don't know, the last two weeks, he's he looks like a better quarterback. I don't know. He, he let us down two weeks ago before that, but in the last two weeks he's been, he's pretty much smash value and he's facing Atlanta. You know, everyone was hyping up Atlanta for two great defensive games. And I'm sorry, DJ, I shouldn't be talking because I'm a Cowboys fan, but Atlanta's defense is trash. Oh, they're, I call I get it. I know it's trash, you know? Um, so, I mean, for me at 7,100 on Fandle, he's one of the lower priced quarterbacks. I'm just going to start my lineup with Kyle Allen, Christian McCaffrey, which is the most expensive running back, but he's the top running back, and DJ Moore. And I'm just going to stick to that stack. And yeah. it's been working the last two weeks. It didn't work three weeks ago, but we play in a dome in Atlanta. It's a it's a rivalry game. I'm not on Atlanta for the most part, but I, you know, DJ beat me to the punch. I do like Devontae Freeman, and he's going to be a salary saver. He's 6000 on FanDuel, so that's one way to save money. So I'll think most of my lineups will be Kyle Allen, the two running backs, McCaffrey, Freeman, and then DJ Moore. That's how I'm going to start my builds. And DJ, uh, you, you were right with this Carolina defense. They they do get cut up. It was Geis last week, and he had a monster game. Freeman is cheap. You know, Carolina's run defense is the worst in the league. I think they overtaken the, the Bengals. Um, and they're in the games, too, which makes it worse. So there should be a lot of scoring here. I think – if are you forcing an Atlanta back? You know, are you if you're going mm-hmm. Allen, McCaffrey, DJ Moore, are you forcing in a Freeman or you know, it looked like not only was Julio limited, but Ridley was limited too. So there might be a chance look, they have nothing to play for, they all know it, so there might be a chance that you have more people seeing what Julio does and somebody else might sit out. So it becomes one or two of those guys are out. If Julio's out, you definitely I think you have to look at Ridley. If Ridley's out you have to look at Julio, and you got to watch these injuries. And Freeman might be the safest, regardless. You know, so I think this this could be a game that you can stack up. Um, you know, I've questioned Avi before about this this McCaffrey and a quarterback, or McCaffrey and a DJ Moore, and it worked out for us last week with McCaffrey and Moore. Even though McCaffrey didn't do what he normally did, you know, it easily could have been a a 30 point game for McCaffrey, a 15 point game for Moore and a 20-point game for Allen. So they can all pay off, especially in a game versus Atlanta if Atlanta stays in this. Do you guys have any interest in Matt Ryan at all? Uh, I don't think so. 
No, I, I mean, no, not really. There is one more person that I like a lot in this game. And I think because Greg Olson got knocked, knocked the F out last game. But Ian Thomas, uh, he's intriguing to me at 4,000 on FanDuel, too. Uh, whenever There's a lot of injuries we got to look at here. Yeah. But I think Greg Olson's going to be out. He's he's concussed. He got knocked out pretty bad. Um, and Ian Thomas, when he fills in for Greg Olson, he usually has a touchdown for it. I mean, uh, got to look at the stats I was looking at earlier, but he's going to garner some ownership, and he's going to be a good salary saver. So it's a little risky to go with DJ Moore, McCaffrey, and Ian Thomas, but Ian Thomas is a free square at 4,000. So. Yeah, so we got to come back to this game. It's Thursday night. The Cowboys are getting spanked, and whoa, whoa. we we, we got to get we got to come back and look at these injuries. You know, I did my cheat sheet today. I'm gonna add Ian Thomas onto it. You know, make sure you check out the cheat sheet. We're doing this Thursday night, so it'll be up Friday morning for you guys to listen to. But you know, check the cheat sheet out on WindailySports.com. We update it. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we go into our our live stream on Sunday. Um, with DJ and you know uh, Nick, and they they go through all the live injuries. There's a lot of stuff that's going to change as you get you know through the season. This is going to be a game that's going to have a lot of action. It should be a shootout. It's in a dome. You don't have to worry about weather. There's explosive offenses with explosive players here. So you know keep an eye on this game as the number one game that I think we're going to want to stack up um, because the offenses are really good when they're on. And I think Matt Ryan. And the more you look at it, you know, I don't think you can discredit Matt Ryan. You know, I think 18 in his last game, you know, he had a, a off game in that first game back or the second game back when he was injured here, you know, a couple other spots. But he started off the season really, really well. You know, it was 20 points, 20 points. He didn't go under 20 for a while. He was hit the 30 marker a couple of times. If a guy was to go off again, don't be surprised if Matt Ryan – at 7,600 on Fanduel goes in and gets you 20-25, especially if everybody's if everybody's in the game, if Julio's in the game and Ridley's in the game and everybody's healthy for the most part. I don't think Ryan should be slept on. I think you should have some shares there too. Um, Washington, Green Bay now. Before Aaron we move Rodgers. on, sorry, Jay. Uh, what do you guys think if if Julio's out? I mean, do we another Sally server? Do we go with Gage or Blake? I mean, DJ. Your thoughts real quick. Uh, and then if we Julio's out, go with Gage. Um, and, but you also, it looks like Austin Hooper isn't going to play again, too. I mean, he's limited participant on Thursday, but he's coming off an MCL. Uh, that's that's worse than what you've got Julio dealing with. I don't think Hooper plays. You could look at Jaden Graham. Uh, he caught all four of the balls thrown his way in a touchdown last week against New Orleans. So he's a salary saver guy. But um, like if if Julio misses and if Ridley misses, then you can pretty much just lock Gage into all your lineups. If both of those guys miss and you already have Gage, Blake isn't the play. I would say it's Justin Hardy, um, way way down low. But that is only if we're missing a couple of these Falcons. All right, sorry, Jay. Go ahead. It's all good, man. It's all good. It looks when I look at Fanduel right now, every single one of the starters. And the wide receiving core for Atlanta has a Q tag next to it, Ridley, Gage, and Julio. So I'm assuming with three guys, you know, all queued up, one of them probably doesn't go. So we got to keep a, you know, a, a close eye on this game. Uh, next game, no, Washington Green Bay. To me, you know, I picked up the Green Bay defense last week waiting for this game yep. uh, to play him in my playoffs or prepare for a bye or whatever. But I think Green Bay's defense is in a great spot at home. Versus a rookie quarterback who doesn't have many options to throw the ball to. That's left on his Redskins team. They looked good last week, but it's going to be a different story, I think, going to Green Bay. So I think 
the defense here is probably your best fit. Um, outside of that, Rodgers to Adams, that's the you know the second play here. I don't know if you guys want to go any deeper than that. Have you got any sneaky plays or Aaron Jones play here? But uh, what are you guys thinking, DJ? Uh, yeah, I took uh, Green Bay in all of my season-long uh, NFL teams. I've got three teams that are going into the second week of the playoffs, and I was eliminated from one. So I've got three of the four live with the Green Bay defense. I think they're the best defense this week. Uh, not really on Rodgers. I'm taking all running quarterbacks this week. That's my, my theme. And Adams, yeah, he makes sense. He's elite. Um, I don't think they have to pour it on too thick here. I'm not I'm not going to have a ton of them, but he is a good play. Javi, anyone else? Uh, no, I think uh, behind Kyle Allen and DJ Moore, like that, that stack, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is probably my favorite one. But it's going to be tough to fit with McCaffrey, so... It's a little lower on my list, unfortunately, because I want to force McCaffrey into my lineups, but that's about it. No Aaron Jones for me. Yeah. So now the next game, another game, which I don't think we need to talk too long about, Cincinnati-Cleveland. I think Cleveland's defense is in play. I think you can go with Nick Chubb. I think that's a good correlation, running back, defense, Chubb, and a Cleveland D makes some sense for your GPPs. I don't mind it for cash games as well. You know, the last couple of weeks or last week when McCaffrey didn't pay off, you know, guys in the 7,000, 8,000 range are, you know, a good spot to land in. Um, Chubb is one of them. I think there's better spots with Henry and Fournette that have been a little bit more consistent and, you know, better offense. So I'm going to go ahead and go with them over Chubb. But I wouldn't be surprised if Chubb gets you, you know, 150-yard game and two touchdowns either. So I think he is in play. Um, Javi, what do you think about this game? Uh, you see, I don't know how I feel about this game, to be honest. I was I was thinking about it before the podcast because uh, I think, I mean, Baker, he's not banged up. He's went through full practice. Uh, I, I don't trust Odell, but I like the Baker-Landry combo. Uh, Odell, he's just, he's just so cheap that maybe we can consider it, but I don't know. That, I mean, that's the only thing I'm really considering. I think the, the running back situation is kind of a mess with Hunt back in the mix, but... I, I do like Hunt in this uh, situation as well. He's getting more and more target share. Um, it's risky. Cincinnati, though, they're still bottom five in run defense. So going Chubb or Hunt uh, can make sense. But I'm torn on on Baker and Landry. I think I'll, I'll have a few shares just because of how bad Cincinnati's defense is. But um, I, I don't know. What do you feel, DJ? Yeah, I like the uh, Browns running backs a lot. I like Nick Chubb a lot, and I also like Kareem Hunt a lot. I uh, I don't want to play them both in the same team, but I'm going to mix them both in. Um, I think Nick Chubb is uh, priced, let's see, he's the fourth highest running back. It's because he's got a great matchup, and I, and I like to target the Bengals. And you're right about Hunt. He's getting more targets. He's getting more run share. I mean, I, 100% one of them's getting in the end zone. One of them is probably getting in there twice, or they're going to split a pair of touchdowns. I mean, they're going to be able to run a couple in here. Um, so I like the running backs a lot. OBJ is too cheap, but he's just not getting it done this year. Um, that's why his price keeps dropping. And I don't know. I got a weird feeling about, like, what, I, I hate Tyler Boyd on the road, but Dalton's going to have to throw it. So what's that leave us with? That leaves us with Auden Tate and Alex Erickson. Alex Erickson would be my punt wide receiver down there in like some of my Millie maker teams. Uh, he didn't go crazy or anything last week, but he's still in the game. He caught both the balls going uh, towards him. He did fumble one, so they quit going to him, but uh, he's still the wide receiver three here. And so I'm going to throw in Erickson with the two running backs on the Browns. Remember John Ross is back too this week. 
Uh, I didn't realize he was back, obviously. So thank you for pointing that out. Um, he did have, yeah. All right. So can we delete this in, uh, can we delete this in post? I'm not that good at editing and, uh, kind of tired. So no, we will make fun of you. We'll call you Chris Conley Erickson. Well, I'm looking here too. I mean, he was still Chris Conley. What did I do with Chris Conley? Uh, we know, you know what you did. You remember on Sirius, he told that guy about Chris Conley. Oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> that's right, Connolly's. That's right. Oops. Uh, all right, so yeah, okay. so I'll take off the Erickson. Maybe we do look at Ross then. I liked Ross a lot um, when he started off the year kind of decently. So maybe, maybe Ross is going to be that wide receiver three. I'll change that to Ross since he's in. How about we just erase all the Cincinnati talk and we just go to Cleveland <laughs> defense? We don't play any of these Bengals on the road in Cleveland. Let's talk about this Detroit-Minnesota game. Um, it looks like you have a lot of injuries that we don't really know about yet. Um, Dalvin Cook is potentially out. Um, he's limited in practice on Thursday. He's expected to play for Sunday. They need to win this game, but it shouldn't be that hard to beat Detroit. So if for any reason Dalvin Cook's out, we get a big salary saver. We get a guy that's going to be very high owned in Alexander Madison. Um, so definitely play Madison if you hear word that Cook is not going to play. If Cook plays, it's just a chest injury, so I don't know how severe it is, but he's in a smash spot. You know, he can be the guy who can hit the Christian McCaffrey type of ceiling. You know, he gets a ton of screen passes, gets all the goal line work. He's heavily involved in the offense. So look to either one of these running backs, depending on who's in, who's out. We have question marks on Thielen again. Um, good opportunity to play, you know, based on what Mike Zimmer said. But do we believe any of these coaches ever? No. Uh, so we won't know to Sunday, Saturday night, maybe for lucky. If Thielen is out, obviously we like Diggs now. Diggs becomes in play. If Thielen is out, I don't mind a, a punt Kyle Rudolph. You've, you've seen him have an uptick in, uptick in targets. It's a bad defense here. He got touchdowns. How many touchdowns do you guys think over under? Um, how many? How many think does Kyle Rudolph have on a season, uh, DJ? Uh, well, I I know he's gotten like a touchdown. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it. I know he's got a touchdown every week except the past. Bobby, what do you think? You you, you got to guess here. He's got five. He's got six right now. Yeah, he's got five touchdowns in the last four games. He's been pretty consistently getting targets now. Five, 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 six. You know, fifth, over 50 yards in two games here. So if Thielen's out for any reason, I think Kyle Rudolph becomes a very nice tight end, pretty safe tight end. I don't think he he doesn't hit value if um, if Thielen is out. DJ, how you how you lining up this game? Yeah, if Thielen's out, play Rudolph. He's way too cheap for a guy that scored six touchdowns in six weeks. He's only 4,800. That's ridiculous. Play him. Um, I like Diggs a lot, too, against this defense. It feels like a Diggs week. I've been thinking that ever since I saw the schedule. And as far as Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison goes, it kind of has a has a David Johnson uh, Edmonds feel to it. Like when Johnson was uh, declared eligible to play, 
a few, you know, a couple months ago, and then Edmonds came in and took all the work. I don't think they're going to need to run Cook uh, very hard here. They're going to win the game, like you said. I think Matson would still be a play, but I might just avoid the whole thing altogether because they're going to split carries. So give me Diggs, give me Rudolph, and also I like the Minnesota Vikings defense. They are tough to beat at home. I know Blue looked good the first quarter of the Thanksgiving game, but then he fell off. All they have to do is get to Blue, and they have no other offensive chance. They've got Bo Scarsborough trying to run it for Detroit. And uh, I'm just I'm not feeling them having a chance uh, coming off that Thanksgiving loss. So I do like the Vikings D. Yeah, Vikings D is probably my top defense of the week. Um, they're not even like the most expensive, and I feel like they should be. Um, and I think Diggs Cousins combo. I'm not as high on it as you are. Uh, I think Diggs could smash even if Thielen is out. But uh, I'm more interested in in Rudolph more than anything else if Thielen's out than Diggs. So that's the main play. And then I'm not touching the running backs. I'm not touching Cook if he's active, but I will touch it. I will get <laughs> Madison in, in my lineups, in all my lineups if Cook is ruled out. But that's the only way I'll do it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll lock in McCaffrey with Madison in every single lineup for the most part if if Cook's ruled out. But, again, we don't know um, what it's trending. And from what I can see here, it's – like 50 50 shot so hopefully he's out all right man so just keep your hands to yourself don't touch him too much you know so this is a team that i, I kind of hate to touch to be to be totally honest with you Whoa. it's probably i don't know if, if they're on your top you know shit list but they're on mine man these buccaneers you play evans godwin goes off you play godwin evans goes off you play ronald jones peyton barter barber <laughs> comes out of nowhere and he scores touchdowns you play Jameis Winston in smash spots, and he sucks. You play him in great spots, you know, in decent spots, and he and he doesn't do good, and then he does great in a in a bad spot. So it's like it's so hard to peg this. Team. It's tough, man. I I can't play one of the running backs, even though they're saying it's it's back to a Ronald Jones, and he's the guy. Indy's defense is good. Tampa Bay's run defense is one of the best here. You want to play. You know, Zach Pascal. you want to play some shares of Evans and Godwin. They're going to be playing in, you know, warmer climate in Tampa. This game has shootout, sneaky potential. So, yes, you could play Evans, Godwin, Pascal. Uh, Jack Doyle is the safest play of this game. You know, he's priced up a little bit more, but you pay for the safety. When I wrote my cheat sheet today on FanDuel, uh, I didn't pick anybody from that top tier. You know, we'll talk about some of the guys, but I didn't pick Kelsey. I didn't really pick Waller either. I think Doyle almost has a better ceiling and floor, you know, due to the matchup. I don't really like Kittle versus the Saints, but I really don't want to pay 6,300 for, for the, you know, for a tight end named Jack Doyle either. So it's kind of like a weird game, which, you know, I'm going to get shares of it. I'm going to multi-enter. I'll probably have 10% of my lineups with somebody from this game in it, but I'm not in love with it. DJ, do you feel the same way? Or are you like, oh, I got to play Mike Evans this week? Yeah, well, you nailed uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, they're impossible to predict. Um, so, you know, you try and avoid it when it's so impossible or then you're just gambling. And I don't have a good read on it. I don't think anyone does because it's always the lower own guy going off. Um, 
so I don't know. Maybe Javi's got a Tampa guy for you, but I agree with Doyle. And as far as Pascal goes, I know he's in a very good spot, but Zach Pascal being as popular as Zach Pascal is, isn't something I necessarily want to jump on board with. I like his spot and I like the targets he's getting. And there's only a couple options to throw to, but I'm going to be a little underweight on him. If he is going to, you know, be getting close to, you know, 20, 25% ownership. Javi, what do you think? Yeah, I think the I like Zach Pascal because of his his price tag now, and he's going against Tampa's defense. So I'm off all the running backs for yeah. sure. From a receiver standpoint, though, at 6100 for Pascal, what what he just saw last week, um, you know, we saw Doyle's price tag shoot up, but Pascal saw 10 targets and he had seven receptions for over 100 yards. So they're banged up. Um, I'm a little worried if Paris Campbell comes back. Um, I think he could sneak. It could be a sneaky play. At 4,800 and the number two wide receiver for Indianapolis. But again, he's limited in practice. We don't know yet. Um, I, I think I prefer to spend down on tight end this week than pay up. And Jack Doyle is just a little bit too expensive. I know he's the safest yeah. going against Tampa, but he's just too much um, for me. So I think the only thing I really like is Zach Pascal and being sneaky with Paris Campbell. And then for. For the Buccaneers, it was a Brashard Perryman week last week. So uh, hopefully that gets ownership because I will not have one share of him. I'm just going to do what I keep doing and have Winston with Godwin with the same lineup and then another lineup with Winston and Evans with the same lineup. Because, again, it's it's a crapshoot. We don't know who's going to go off. We know Mitchell Trubinski is going to go off because he's the best quarterback in the league and he just ran in a touchdown. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, man. It's almost like you play the guys that – aren't that good in football sometimes and they do good for you in DFS. So, you know, it looks like the Cowboys are going to lose again, man. Um, wow. we're, we're recording this podcast live and Trubisky just ran one in from like, I think 30 yards out. So right. the kid can still run. He can't really throw that well, but he's making it happen. Uh, this next game, Miami and the jets, you know, I've had sneaky conversations with uh hobby and I know he already likes this game. I heard his podcast, um, the other day, that he did with um, Andrew Erickson, and I know he's all over this game. So, Avi, you've done the homework on this game. Talk about it. New York, Miami. Yeah, York. it's the battle of, uh, of two terrible teams, two terrible pass defenses. Um, from the running back standpoint, I'm, I'm never playing Bill in my life until further <laughs> notice. Uh, Patrick Laird, please, world, everybody stack up on him and his .5 yards of carry last game. Um, not on the running backs. I, I like Darnold. I like Fitzpatrick. Now the issue I have is that Kyle Allen is cheaper than both these guys. So I lean towards Kyle Allen, but in order to hedge my bets, uh, I, I will go Darnold and, and Fitzpatrick. It's just two terrible pass defenses. I think it's sneaky shootout. I think it'll be top three highest scoring of the slate. That's going to be my bold prediction. Like DJs, uh, with the Bengals winning, their first game last week. Um, I'm going to have some shares of Devonte Parker with Fitzpatrick just because Devonte Parker just keeps getting targets and he keeps <laughs> catching the ball pretty much. He's, he's Fitzpatrick's uh, favorite target. And again, for the fourth straight week, he saw over 10 targets. So um, I think it'll pay off. I think it's going to be a shootout. And then for Darnold, uh, I think Crowder's going to bounce back. Uh, he's, he's, he's struggled mightily the last few weeks. Um, but he still saw nine targets last week, uh, even though he only had two receptions. So I think he he's in a bounce back spot against this terrible Miami secondary. So uh, I like 
uh, both those plays. And then for tight end, another sneaky um, lower price guy is uh, maybe you can help me with the name, Jay. It's Mike Gesicki. How do you say it? Gesicki, man. It's Gesicki. How do you say it? Learn how to pronounce it. Yeah, everybody's riding me on the serious show because I didn't really know about his name. Don't really see the guy too much, but I know the matchup and yep. I had call. shares of him last week and it yep. paid off and whoever heard me get made fun of for about like 15 minutes on air, hopefully played him because he scored a touchdown, almost had a second one at 79 yards receiving seven targets. So he's definitely in play again. Um, question Parker blew up, right? And you know, everybody knows about him now, you know, he got us a ticket and we all had him. Everybody on our Discord had him. A bunch of people had him. We were the, one of the only squads that were all over him. So we probably had most of the 10 to 15% ownership on this dude. Is he going to be over-owned this week? And is he too expensive at 7200 Are you locking him in to your optimal line of Bobby? I think he's, he's too expensive, so he's not going to be on too many people's radar. But he's going to be on mine. Uh, again, seeing over 10 targets for four straight weeks. I mean, that's that's absurd. I mean, he, he faced Indianapolis, who sh- struggles on the on the pass defense, uh, but then he played Buffalo, who's okay on the pass defense, and then Cleveland and Philly, who have weaker secondaries, but they still can defend the pass for the most part. So uh, I think he's, he, with the volume he's seeing, he's still a good play. And then doing a stack with Fitzmagic, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, I haven't played Fitzmagic once this year, but I think I'm going to do it in one of my bigger tournaments. I think it's, it's a smash matchup. And I, I honestly like Parker and uh, Ge, how do you say it again? Whatever the tight end for my Gusecki. Uh, so those are going to, I don't hate putting both of those in the same lineup. Actually. I think it's going to be that, that high of a scoring game. DJ, what about you? If you had a, DJ, if you had to make an optimal lineup today, are you putting Parker in that lineup? I I don't know. I haven't made one, so I can't really answer that, but I can tell you that I like his spot. I mean, the price is up, like Javi's saying. He might be lower owned than he should. I think he gets in the end zone again. I don't think he's going to go score another 30 or whatever he did last week, but uh, I think he's still a good play for the price. Not on the running backs. I like Darnold more than Fitzpatrick. I do like pairing him up with Crowder, but I like pairing him up with my boy, Ryan Griffin, who everyone's going to sleep <laughs> on again this week. He, he won us a lot of money a couple weeks ago. He had a nice little touchdown run there. He's got two touchdowns the past three weeks. Last week, he got seven targets, just didn't get the end zone. He's only 5,600 in a game that we think is going to be high scoring, and he is getting targeted by his quarterback. So I like Ryan Griffin, probably my favorite play, um, one of my favorite tight end plays. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, Griffin definitely in play. Um, I like both quarterbacks too, so it makes sense to me. Parker um, definitely makes a lot of sense, man. He's getting the targets. He's a little priced up, and hopefully that draws down ownership. If I hear that Parker's going to be like 30%, 40% owner, anything crazy, if everybody's jumping on top of him, I might back off a little bit. Uh, guys that I think are interesting from the running back position will come in this next game. I hear some hype around Melvin Gordon, you know, being cheap in certain spots. He's getting some touches. But the more obvious play is the guy who's not sharing any, you know, any, well, any of the workload with anybody is Leonard Fournette. The guy's been, you know, pretty much – having a, a bounce back year from last year, averaging 16 points a game. Um, not a great game last week, but he got 11 targets out of the backfield, nine receptions, and still got you to 13 points on FanDuel. On DraftKings, you know, the targets that he's getting every week from a 
from a running back position. It's like you're having a wide receiver three there. He's got 11, 12, 7, 6, 7. So I think on DK, you really, really take a hard look at Fournette. On FanDuel, I think I'd want, you know, potentially go with Henry over him, but Henry's a lot more expensive. So I like Fournette a lot here. I think he's in a good spot here. I think Minshew's back now, so they might have some more scoring opportunities here. So how do you guys like Fournette? Is he the next guy down for you after McCaffrey, or do you have guys ahead of him? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got guys ahead of him, Jay. I like him more on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, um, I've got Henry ahead of him. Uh, and then as like far as the receiving game goes, there, I mean, Gardner Minshew is, is he starting this week? Do we know? Confirmed. Yes. Yeah, it's confirmed. Yeah. Okay. So. Scott Angle actually just to cut you off. Scott Angle told me if I was to pick somebody off my waivers, it should be Minshew. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's such a big slate. I probably won't get there, but if it was smaller, I'd like it. I mean, he's 6,600 on FanDuel. Um, He's going to be throwing it to DJ Chark. That's just kind of what he does. Chark has a questionable tag by his name right now, but uh, I think he plays. It's just back. He's just limited. I think it's just, uh, you know, they're trying to lighten his load during the week here. Um, I'm not going to be on either of the Chargers running backs. Jacksonville is a good matchup, but these guys are basically – Priced exactly the same at the $7,000 range, and you might as well flip a coin between Gordon and Eckler to try and figure out which one it's going to be. I'm going to avoid the situation. Uh, and then over at tight end, Hunter Henry, I've, he started out hot when he came back, then he's cooled down. Every other game, like last week, he got three targets, the week before that, nine, the week before that, seven, the week before that, ten. I think he could have a bounce back spot. He's only 6400 which is too cheap for him. But we've got a bunch of uh, tight ends at that price range that we like. So I'm definitely paying down at tight end. I might get Henry in a few um, on most of my lineups. Javi, did, did I look over anyone here? No, I, I think for Fournette, I was just looking at his stats when Minshew took over. Um basically for those, what was it, six or seven weeks. And he hit over 100 rushing yards in three of those games. And he saw over five or uh, like six, over six targets a game for Minshew too. So on DraftKings, it makes sense. And even on FanDuel, I mean, I think it adds up. He didn't actually run. He only has three rushing touchdowns this year total. And of course, two of those cost me 100K two weeks ago. Um, but, you know, he... He's only he only scored one rushing touchdowns in the in the eight weeks that Minshew was quarterback. So um, I don't know. I, I feel indifferent about this this play. I think if he's going to be mega chalk, then I'm going to be off of it. But I think the Chargers are a sneaky good defense. So I actually lean towards uh, playing their defense more than anything. But I don't hate the play of Fournette or Chark because all he does is throw to Chark. So um, he he averaged over eight targets a game when Minshew was quarterback. So uh, Chark is cheap enough to, to play him. But again, I, I think I'm pretty much off this game for the most part. I think I just like the Chargers defense more than anything. Yeah, Shark is a, a guy that I he's had these three big weeks, you know, and I didn't catch him on those weeks, you know, at least not in my, or maybe four big weeks. I didn't catch him in my main during those weeks. He's been kind of up and down, up and down, up and down. Last week I had some good lineups that he ruined um, he tried to save at the end, but he really didn't do it. Westbrook's been the more consistent guy, I guess, the last two weeks when Foles has been playing more. Maybe it's back to Chark. I wish I knew. Keenan Allen is kind of somewhat sneaky, but I haven't played him in over, like, two months. Um, so 
This game is a tough game, and I really think by default I might just say go Fournette, but I wouldn't be surprised if Shark, Keenan, Melvin Gordon, any of these guys might do something out of nowhere and have a big game here. So I think it's something that you got to, you know, think harder and long if you want to take a shot here. It's more GPP than cash for me outside of Fournette, though. Um, Pittsburgh, Arizona now. Arizona got smacked. You know, in their last game, Pittsburgh's defense good. Arizona's back at home now. Um, it's the tight end play in Vance McDonald. I think he's in play for sure. I wish he had a better quarterback, though. So I don't know how much Vance McDonald I want. It looks like Juju is out. Um, David, what, what's your read? I know you, you're high on Kyle Murray early in the year, but I don't know if, if you're ready to go back so well here. Christian Kirk. They didn't look that great last week, and this defense is good in Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. what's the read here for you in this Pittsburgh-Arizona game, Dave? Yeah, I, I'm not going to be on any of the Arizona guys. I like Pittsburgh's def- fantasy defense too much to play them. I mean, they get double digits every week except for one in, like, the last 12 games. I'm not going to – I mean, I might play the Pittsburgh defense. That would be one of, in my top five defenses. Vance McDonald, you have to look at him. He's going against Arizona. It just keeps happening. I know, uh, you know, Vance hasn't been fantastic by any means, but he's in the right spot, and they are not going to have Juju Smith-Schuster. That opens it up for James Washington, who's uh, been having a fantastic, uh, you know, a couple fantastic outings in his absence, over 200 yards the past two games combined three touchdowns the past four games. Um, he's he's getting fed. He's only 6,700. He is. I'm looking at him very hard. I like him a lot. And uh, over at the running back, it's uh, it's Benny Snell. James Conner's not going to play. I called out Benny Snell before anyone did a couple weeks ago. I said play him uh, when Samuels came back. I, that was the same week I said play Hunt over Chubb, and I said play Lat Murray over, uh, over Kamara when everyone was on him. Uh, Benny Snell is going to be the guy here with Connor out. So give me Snell, give me Washington, give me Vance. And you know what? If I like all these passing options, uh, maybe I have to look at Devlin Hodges. Just kidding. Not going to do that. He's priced too high. So, uh, yeah, those are my three guys from Pittsburgh and uh, the Steelers defense. <laughs> Lat Murray. Now you call him Benny Snell. And listen, I, I overlooked it, man. Listen. Samuels is playing though, right? Uh, yeah, Samuels looks like he's gonna play. So he played last week though too. He only got seven rushing attempts, two targets through the air. I mean, uh, Snell got—I'll pull it up uh, at least twice that. Yeah, he's got sixteen. Sixteen with a touchdown. He's sixty-one hundred. Um, we gotta think about this now. You know, this 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 Arizona defense just got clobbered by the Rams. But the Rams are a different offense than the Pittsburgh, you know, Steelers here. Um, Snell, Avi, if you had to say Snell versus Devontae Freeman, where, where are you at? They're the same price on, on FanDuel. Devontae Freeman, yeah. 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not touching this Pittsburgh <laughs> running back situation with a 10-foot pole. I'm sorry. It's just it's, – it's a disaster. It's We don't know who's going to get it. It might be even Kareth White. Over these two guys, we don't know. I'm not. Uh, James Washington is just priced too high now. Uh, I mean, if he was the same price that he was last week, I'd say, yeah, let's do it. But going up to 6,700, even against this this Arizona defense, no thanks. Um, I, I I'm pretty much off this game for the most part. Um, I, I don't like anything. The only thing I do like, and uh, I was looking up the the Pittsburgh defense, and 
Um, I mean, you, you hit the nail on, on the head there, DJ. I mean, they, they've scored over 10 point fan, FanDuel fantasy points every week except two weeks. And one of the weeks was the opening game against Seattle where they scored seven. And then two weeks ago they played Cleveland where they only got one, which doesn't make any sense. But they've played good teams. Um, they've played a lot of crap teams too, but you know, even against Lamar Jackson, that defense had 11 points. So, uh, I like Pittsburgh defense more than anything else. And if you want to punt defense, uh, I think Arizona is a sneaky one as bad as they are. I mean, I don't believe in duck Hodges and he looked like crap. And I mean, he, yeah, he had those touchdowns with James Washington, but I'm not on it. I don't believe in it. I think they're going to have uh, tape on him and, I don't know. I think those are the only two plays I'm going to play is the defenses, especially the Steelers. No Vance McDonald? I know when all else fails, you play a tight end against Arizona's defense, but no, not this week. Vance McDonald is not as good as Tyler Higbee and Jared Goff. And the the quarterback's not there either, so it does make more sense, but you got to take a couple stabs against Arizona tight ends. No. Give me Thomas from Carolina. Yeah. So you're going to play Kyle yeah. Allen, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and Ian Thomas? Yeah, why not, man? <laughs> you don't believe in it? I believe in it. You believe in everything, and it always works out, so I can't <laughs> eat you on that, man. So let's go to, um, I guess he's the most improved player. I don't know. He might even be his team's MVP. Um, Ryan Tannehill, man. I, I didn't see this coming. I'll be honest, man. You know, in some best ball drafts, I took, you know, I took an approach to, you know, have an extra quarterback there, and I took a couple of Mariota shares just to to be there and see what he can do as a third-string quarterback for my best ball teams. But Ryan Tannehill just went in there, took the job, wins games. He's been a good fantasy quarterback too, man. He's 13, 32, 18, 25, 19, 20. He's crushed the last six games. This is a good matchup for him. Do you guys want any Tannehill shares? And if you do, Dave, who do you want to pair him with? I called Humphreys last week. Uh, he got me a touchdown. I actually got one of our users a touchdown because, you know, one of our Discord guys just at the last minute forces me to pick a 3,700 wide receiver on DraftKings, and I picked Adam Humphreys. He got in the end zone for him, so it's <laughs> all good about that. I didn't play him myself, but uh, one of these dudes did. Who do you pair Tannehill with if you play some Tannehill shares, and how much do you like Tannehill? Yeah, like Tannehill's in a great spot, and he's been doing fantastic, and Oakland's terrible, but it's hard to pick the receiver to pair him with, right? He's got a lot of options. Humphreys, Brown, this Raymond guy, Corey Davis, Tajay Sharp. Then you've got Delaney Walker down, so you're you're looking at Jonu Smith. Maybe uh, is Delaney Walker? Yeah, he's going to be out for sure. So maybe Jonu Smith. I mean, I'd probably feel he hadn't been doing much, but you know, after a couple dud games the past two, he was getting six, five, seven targets, got in the end zone. Maybe him. Um, but it's it's spread out, like I'm saying. My favorite play on this offense is Derrick Henry. Uh, he's just going off every single week. Touchdown last week, two before that, two before that, one before that, over 20 points the last four games. You don't have to stop playing him. Um, he's a wrecking ball. He's just going to keep running it down people's throats. Hundred Over 150 yards the past three games. So um, I'll focus on Derrick Henry, and then I don't like Derek Carr coming back on the other side either. 
Um, the Oakland looks lost. Gruden looks lost. Like he can't believe what he's seeing. He doesn't, he's lost it guys. This isn't Gruden when he won the Super Bowl with Tampa 20 years ago. It's uh, it's not happening for him. So, um, just give me Derek Henry there and maybe some Tannehill naked. Uh, you, want, you want to talk about any Tannehill or you don't want to touch this? I, don't, I mean, I don't want him naked, but I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I do like Tannehill. <clears throat> Oakland the last two weeks has looked horrendous. I don't know what's wrong. They went from like one of the second wild card teams to almost looking like one of the worst teams in the league. So, um, I mean, given Derek Carr, how he's been this year, he's actually been pretty solid except the last two weeks. So <clears throat> I, 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 it's, I don't know if I want to do Derek Carr with Waller. That would probably be my only play. Um, so I, I do lean more Tannehill just because of his matchup. Um, but again, it goes back to who we pair him up with. And I think uh, the person to pair him up with this week is going to be our boy, John New Smith, like DJ said. So uh, I don't trust anybody else. I mean, yeah, AJ Brown is supposed to be the number one guy, but he hasn't seen more than five targets many times. I mean, the last three weeks, he's seen four or five, four targets. Yeah, he had four receptions for 135 yards two weeks ago against Jacksonville, but that I think that's – I mean, it's really lucky. And I try to try to go for the guys with over 10 targets a game. So, yeah. um, I mean, really, Tannehill with John Smith is probably going to be my play. I mean, we have to play. Oakland's pass defense is just awful. Uh, I guess my question for you guys is um, – you know, Derrick Henry or McCaffrey or even both together in a line. What are you guys leaning towards? It's going to be super tough to get both of them in a line. You know, even with the cheap quarterback, maybe on DraftKings you probably can. I haven't really looked at DraftKings as of yet. I've been kind of focused more on Fandle here. And it's, I don't know, man. If you, if you, you do, do that, you have to go slim pickings throughout. You know, so I think it's going to be tough to do that. So I think you have to make a choice. I think the choice is closer than it's ever been, you know, and it's kind of weird to say that, you know, he's made his way all the way up there, you know, to the top echelon. He's 9,100. I think I would probably have to just play it safer and get McCaffrey and then pay down in one of these other spots. You know, if you have to go to Fournette at 7.5, if you have to go and, and take a chance on a guy like, you know, uh, Devontae Freeman, I think he makes some sense. I don't know if I can go both. I don't know if you can fit both. But I don't mind, you know, going 50-50 this time instead of going all in on McCaffrey, you know, go 50-50 with Henry and maybe get some shares of, you know, Fournette as well. And then this last game here, man, it's it's a game that I'm going to avoid. It's probably be a good game to watch. I don't really want to play it, though. And it's surprising if you told me week one or week two to uh, – pick players from an entire slate, I'd probably get a lot of these games, you know, a lot of these players from this game, but KC, New England, um, New England's offense has been bad. Um, Their defense has still been good to great. And KC's offense has been a little bit suspect. Um, I think this game's going to be lower ownership, so you can still play Mahomes, but if you really want to target KC, it's going to be expensive and it's a bad spot against the Patriots. So, um, DJ, do you have this game pegged a different way? Are you going to have a lot of, you know, low-owned or lower-owned KC shares here? Uh, I'm not playing Mahomes. Brady was downgraded today. He's still going to play. That's fine. Uh, if I'm going to play anyone from this, I'm not high on it, but I'll tell you the, the guys that I'd like. 
the way to beat Kansas City is to run on Kansas City. People think it's to throw. It's not. It's to run on them. Sony Michelle's the lead back there. He's boom or bust. He hasn't done anything in a month, but sometimes he breaks it out. So Sony Michelle there. And then as far as the wide receiving core goes, um, Julian Edelman just continues to get targets. That's uh, a fine guy to go to on DraftKings. I only like him on DraftKings because he catches passes. But like I'm saying, it's not that easy to throw on Kansas City. People think it is. And then as far as the receivers go for Kansas City themselves, I will, uh, I'll take a, a bold call here. Uh, Sammy Watkins. I like Sammy Watkins this week. So the way that you get to the New England Patriots, and I was saying it last week on the uh, showdown slate, is you don't play the top guy against the New England Patriots. You play the second and you play the third guy. Go back and look. That's who goes off because the Patriots are going to focus on Tyreek Hill, try and contain him. I know he's fast. He might get behind him for one, but that's the main focus. So it's going to leave guys like Watkins open and even maybe some Hardman. So that'll be my bold call of the week uh, at wide receiver. But other than that, I don't really like anyone else. Javi, what do you think? Uh, Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Thanks. Jimmy. I'll let you have him. Um, I'm not. On, I'm not on this game. Uh, I think you used the nail on the head with Julian Edelman just because of his target share. I mean, he's seen over ten targets for seven straight weeks. Uh, he has three touchdowns in those seven weeks. So I mean, he could get in the end zone easily, but he's hit over ten Fanduel points uh, in the past nine straight weeks. Um, I think it continues against Kansas City. So I think Julian Edelman is going to be. <clears throat> He's going to be a little bit more higher owned than I want to, but Julian Edelman's going to be one of my top receivers this week. Uh, and that's about it. That's the only play I like. Uh, what about you, Jay? To David's point, you know, very smart point. You know, you don't go after the first guy against the Patriots. You know, in this matchup, that's what Belichick's going to take out. He's going to take out Hill. I think the safer call, if that's the case, and I do believe David because he's a smart dude, uh, I'd probably go to Kelsey before I went to Watkins. Um, so that's the take on that. As far as Edelman goes, 7.6. You know, you pay. I think he's safer than going Mike Evans or Godwin. Um, with Julio being Q at this point, if Julio plays, I got Julio above Edelman. Um, if Julio doesn't play, I got Edelman in that next spot in that 7K range. Um, Parker's right there. DJ Moore's right there. So those three guys are going to be interesting to to see how I fall on ownership, you know, on my main lineup when it comes down to it. I think they all make sense for different reasons. Parker in a matchup for the Jets. You know, DJ Moore, if, you know, if you fade McCaffrey – and you want to try to play it that way. I know Avi likes to play it together, but to play it that way where you hope McCaffrey doesn't go off and DJ Moore finds his way in the end zone twice, you know, that's a good pivot off there. Um, so that makes sense. At 7K range, I think if Julio plays, he's in a smash spot. Um, Edelman here makes a lot of sense. Tyreek Hill, like, I really don't want to play this game too much, you know, so it's not really a game that I'm going to really go after. Even, you know, as a top Tight end. I didn't list Kelsey on my cheat sheet. I went down to Doyle, man, at 6.3. I think you need to save, and I want to even go even deeper down, you know, to one of the guys that we spoke about earlier at tight end. So not really a game I'm going to target. Um, I think we did a good job covering the entire slate. If you guys want to build 
a, a fun little mock lineup. You guys are more comfortable building on FanDuel, correct? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, so let's make the first decision. Um, it's our let's play this like it's our optimal lineup. We're playing our our big money, you know, uh, game here, and uh, we'll we'll lock in running back first because I think. That's pretty much where you got to make your first real decision. There's a lot of quarterbacks you can pick from, but the first decision you got to make in your optimal lineup, Sir David Jones, are you playing Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, I'm playing him. Okay. So he makes the decision easy for all of us. Um, Avi, free board. You take whoever you want here. Um, you can pick any position. Who do you want to lock in next on this team with uh, McCaffrey? Oh, man. Uh <laughs> I'm going to pick my boy Kyle Allen, but I don't know if you guys agree with me. So I can change it if you guys don't agree. If not, then we can go Watson, which is safer. If we go Kyle Allen, then that means we have to go DJ Moore, too. Uh, yeah. So let, yeah, and I like DJ Moore, uh, so don't get, don't get me wrong. He's cheap, so throw him in. Let's see what we can build. We're, we're going to have to pay down somewhere, so we're just going to say that Carolina is going to run through Atlanta, which they probably are. So you're gonna so you're we're locking in Alan McCaffrey and more. Let's do it. So basically I'll be just locked down this game. So um I'll go next. Um I think if you go that route, you know, and there's a lot of but I was actually building while we were talking. If you guys are gonna force my hand and saying <laughs> Carolina's gonna score a ton of points, oh. um I think a good way at this point in the week, you know, I think this changes throughout the week. You know, based on Julio news, Ridley news, wide receiver, tight end news. But as of right now, let's pay down and go with Devontae Freeman at $6,000 on fan. It should free up some more room, you know, for you guys to pick. Um, so, David, where's the next spot you want to go? You got two wide receiver spots open, a tight end, a flex, a defense. Where do you feel the safest? Uh, yeah, so... I, I'm looking at this build. I I don't like our build. I, I'm just gonna call it out. We've got a running back. We've got a running back going against a quarterback, another running back, and a wide receiver from the opposing team, which really isn't how you do it. But the the prices make sense for him, so we'll keep rocking it. But I'm not playing this this team. I'm not playing Kyle Allen. I'm not on Kyle Allen a lot, but I totally trust Javi, so I hope he wins a lot of money. <laughs> I, I, all right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Let's, I'm gonna make an executive decision. Then. All right, so we're we're gonna make an executive decision. Let's start this game over and get off this crazy build that Avi wants to play, and he'll end up winning a hundred thousand dollars off it later. But let's go back. All right, so let's give. Christian McCaffrey's the free square. David, go pick next and pick a quarterback so he doesn't pick Kyle Allen. I was, <laughs> was going to say Kyle Rudolph because that's a guy we all agree on. All right, all right, all right. So we'll go with Kyle Rudolph. I'll, I'll pick a quarterback. I'll pick a quarterback. We'll put Avi on rest for a second. So we have McCaffrey. We have Rudolph. And let's go with the Sean Watson. Let's build a safe cash on him. Something that we don't do enough ourselves. Let's go with the Sean Watson here. Yeah. So now you got the floor, Avi, who do you want to go with? Any spot you want to go with? Um, I mean, I guess we stack up Watson, right? So you don't have to pick the, you can, you don't have to pick the wide receiver. You can, we can leave open squares. Okay. We're going to leave two spots open. So you can I mean, go grab a running back. I like to stack the quarterback with the receiver. So, I think we have to lock in the receiver, so let's go Hopkins. All right. So, David, your floor here. Uh, let's go um, 
Let's see. I'm looking at I, – I, I love Derrick Henry this week, but it's not going to work with Hopkins in there too. Um, so I think since we're not going to have that other uh, Carolina wide receiver, uh, we like DJ Moore, but let's go ahead and put Freeman in now because it makes more sense uh, a running back versus running back game. Okay. All right. So let me see where we're at with this build right now. So let me get my lineup to look like this lineup. And we have Deshaun Watson, McCaffrey, Freeman, and Hopkins right now. Mm-hmm. And we have Rudolph, right? Yeah. All right. So this is more of your, your typical, you know, kind of cash game build here. So we need to get some value here. Uh, I can make a decision. And this is kind of how I usually build my lineup. I usually, you know, go on my safe play, which would be McCaffrey. Then I get my quarterback and pair that out. Um, I think Freeman's a nice safe play here. Um I think the I'll, I'd lock a defense in here next, and let's just play it safe for right now. Thinking it's a cash build, I'm gonna go with the Packers. I think they're in a good spot at home uh, versus the Redskins. So I'm gonna take the easy pick here. I'm gonna go with the Packers. Um, pay up for defense here. There's a couple of the spots that we mentioned that we like, but I feel confident about that. So let's lock one more position. We can do this one together. You know, we have a 5,700 average right now. So let's give. Who do we feel the most confident about um, at the wide receiver position if we had to pay, you know, close to mid salary or somewhere in that range? You like Pascal, Pascal, right? He was cheap, 61. Yeah, I think Pascal's a guy. Crowder's 6,000. If you've got some balls, Christian Kirk is 5.9. Tyrell Williams, who burned me, is 5.7. Curtis Samuel, 5.8. Um, uh, I think this is going to be Jameson Crowder or Pascal, I think. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe – no, that's pretty much it, man. I think those are the two guys here. Which one do you guys feel uh, more confident about here? We'll let DJ pick since I got banned from this lineup. If it's, if it's between Pascal and Crowder, I'd go Pascal. Yeah. So, and with this build here too, you know, if you went Pascal, you probably have to come off this Packers defense because it's going to be tough finding – Who's your who's your guys' favorite like cheaper defense that you guys looked at? Uh, mine mine are the Chiefs and the Cardinals for my two. Yeah, I think the Cardinals make sense. Um, how do you guys feel about the the Saints and the Bucks or? Mm-hmm. No, I, I I just for me it's either the Steelers or just that's the lowest I'll go or total punt, which is the Chiefs or the Cardinals for me. What do you feel about DJ? Uh, I like uh, the Steelers. Um, they're about mid-priced, and then I, that's that's probably about it. Like if if for some reason Julio and Ridley are out and, and Hooper's out and Matt Ryan, you know, Schaub starting over Ryan or something, you could play the Panther <laughs> if they've completely given up. But that's that's it, man. There's nothing down there. I like to pay up this week. Yeah, I think so too. So. We'll kind of leave it at that. There's going to be a lot of adjustments, though. You know, we're doing a serious satellite radio show. If you if you guys don't know yet, Saturday night at 11, um, we're doing a live stream Sunday at 10 a.m. You get to see uh, David's face and not only hear his uh, beautiful voice, so you get to do that on Sunday. Um, the following week, we're going to be doing a, a lot of live videos, a lot of, you know, interesting stuff, um, you know, prior to Puerto Rico when we get to Puerto Rico. And hopefully we got some great video of, you know, winning money live. Um, Javi, you know, you didn't really, you, you've made it to a couple of live events. Um, Dave, you made it to a couple of live events. 
Um, what's the most you guys won in a live event so far? Uh, so I've only I've only gone to one, and that was this year. So for baseball, and I finished in 40th, and I got uh, I think it was like 10k if I remember correctly. I don't remember. Play you, DJ. Uh, I've been to like five or six of these. I went to the sports betting national championship and won like 18 grand. And I think I won 18 grand at a at the MLB final. I had two entries in it. Um, so yeah, I haven't hit the, hit the big one yet. Um, and I'm not complaining about 18 grand, but you go and you see someone won half a million dollars. You want it to be you. So look, we've got like a, I think it's an 8% chance at this thing or 7% chance to win it next week. So one of us is going to finish up high and hopefully one of us can take it down. Yeah. Uh, I'll give Abby some advice, man. I think it's going to be you, dude. I think you got, you got a plenty amount of tickets. You've been running hot, but, um, I, I think, I think we deserve, you know, to win. We've been we've been hot all year long in football. Um, I've been lucky enough to win, you know, and, and finish second place in, in a basketball one. And luckily for me, Chipotle was too cool to be there. So I was like the de facto winner. Got to go out, celebrate in the club, drink in. Gronkowski was in the club. Justice Winslow was there. It was a it was a crazy, 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 crazy night. So I hope to celebrate with you guys, you know, when we go down to Puerto Rico um, and and do what we're going to be doing down there. It should be a great time. Don't change a thing, man. Just go in there free spirited. And I'll tell you one thing, man, with, with my, uh, with my games that I'll be watching on Sunday, I'm not going to watch anything, bro. I'm just going to be having some drinks. I'm going to not pay attention to the screen. So while you guys are sweating your games, do not expect me to sit there sweating games because I've I've been there and it's been bad, you know. Yeah, so that's I, how I do it too. Yeah, so I've been to a couple of live events and the ones that I sit there and just watch pitch by pitch by pitch gone terrible. Um, it's funny, DJ. I was at the gambling championship and we didn't know about each other then, so oh. we, we crossed paths before we really talked. Um, you know, for real. So now I'm happy. It's kind of like the season's coming to an end. You know. It's been a great 2019, and this is the way to go out, man. And we're going to go out with a bang in 2019, and 2020 is going to be amazing. But this is going to be a big step in what we're doing. It's awesome that we all three of us are going there, kind of all came together. You know, Javi comes in hot with four tickets, and then – I'm going for gets, two. I'm getting another. We're going to get another this week? I'm going to try to. All right. You know, maybe we'll do some uh, – We'll throw some money in a pot and we'll sprinkle it around and see what happens, man, because I wouldn't mind uh, getting some more shares of these tickets. So let's go ahead and grab them, man. You know, there's a, there's a couple of big tournaments. I feel good about this. Uh, I just don't know how, um, you know, the way you and Avi were talking, making lineups together, I don't know how it's going to work if uh, we, we go after another one. But it should be interesting uh, to have this many lineups. I never had, you know, this many friends with lineups going into a final so this is going to be a cool one man it's going to be a special one so that's it for the show keep an eye out windailysports.com and you know we're going to be doing a lot of new things a lot of things going on in the background more projection models optimizers a bunch of other stuff coming up soon so stay tuned have a happy holidays you know it's going to be right around the corner new year's is coming the super bowl is coming so a lot of cool things are happening so check out the website Javi, where can they find you on Twitter? Do we still have – are you the sexy six yet, or are you Javi Prolezzo and Dave uh, on Twitter? Still at Javi underscore Prolezzo. Uh, but, you know, you can always find me on, 
on Discord, uh, slacking a little bit today, but I'm on there more than I talk to my fiance, as I always say. Is that going to be like, uh, yeah, at the altar, you're going to tell your fiance, like, listen, you know, just remember when we get married, I'm still going to be talking to all these guys in Discord. So, you know, as long as you're cool with that, we can proceed with this, with this wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll bring it up to her and see what she says. Um, I mean, she might walk off the altar, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, where, they can, where can they find you, brother? Yeah, I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast, Javi. Uh, <laughs> my wife doesn't, that's for sure. Um, but you can find me at Tenacious D. Jones on Twitter. I'll be the guy taking Sammy Watkins' victory laps. So follow me on Sunday, <laughs> and I'll tweet some uh, Sammy Watkins gifts at you at about, oh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Sammy Watkins, man. You did call the lab Murray, man. I, I give you credit for that one. Um, you were definitely on Parker with us last week, so you're gonna and you called Will Fuller. It took you like three weeks, but that one week that he did hit, it paid off, you know, really, really well. So, you know, with with the you know what's going on, we're doing a lot of great things. So stay tuned for more. Check out WindailySports.com, and we'll, and we'll be you know hopefully with you on Sunday, you know, on our our Discord channel. Hit us up on Twitter, WindailyDFS, and we'll talk to you soon.